Time now for sports on 104.7 The Cave. Here's Ned Reynolds. Ned Reynolds, Mike the intern, in the studio on a Thursday morning. This week is flying by, and that's a good thing. But that means we're getting closer and closer to game day between the Chiefs and Bills. Back to practice yesterday. Three guys sitting out. What's the deal? The newcomer to that list is Isaiah Pacheco, and he apparently has a shoulder contusion. Now, now how serious it is, and does it limit his play, or does it even keep him out of the game with Buffalo Bills? That that wasn't seen, but he didn't practice yesterday. Neither did Donovan Smith nor Drew Tranquil, and, and you knew they were going to be out. One piece of good news is that Nick Bolton wants to play and he could see some action Sunday against the Buffalo Bills. That's a possibility, not a promise, certainly, but gosh, I would be awfully, awfully careful with Bolton and with that wrist problem that he had, and he had surgery to repair a dislocated wrist. That's not a real good injury, folks, but nonetheless, uh, he is probably going to be given a green light to get back into action. But Isaiah Pacheco has to worry the Chiefs a little bit. We'll see how serious it is. I think he's a tough dude. He'll be in. Uh, as far as as far as Nick Bolton goes, do you think he plays with the club? You think that's they you think can he, They do allow the NFL does allow a soft padding on there, but does that do him any good? Because he's going to have to use that wrist brace, something to get keep a brace on that. And I agree with you. You don't want to throw him out there too early and risk injury for a longer period of time because. He's definitely one of our studs on the defensive side of the ball. Tonight, we have a very low over-under in this Thursday night <laughs> football game, wouldn't you say? It's almost invisible, as a matter of fact. It's the Pittsburgh Steelers at home against the New England Patriots, who have had just a catastrophic year and played well. Pittsburgh is a six-point favorite, and the over-under is somewhere in the neighborhood of 28-30, somewhere around there. A very low-scoring game, both defensive-oriented teams, and, and the, heck, the Patriots can't score at all. They may change their quarterback. They may change, as uh, perhaps heresy as it might be, Bill Belichick. It's possible that he's walking the plank. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But anyway, the Steelers and the Patriots tonight. Isn't it funny how together they were so great, but apart, not so much. Doesn't last uh, forever, man. It doesn't last in anything. You see it across the league all the time, my friend. Enjoy it while you can. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, uh, the final Final regular season game for college football is always Army Navy. You put any money on this thing? Heavens, no, no, no. <laughs> you quite spread? literally throw out. They use that old <laughs> adage: you throw out the record book when Army and Navy play because anything can happen. Probably will. There are or is, I should say, a spread on the game, and that is Army favored by three. Navy has had a very bad year, but I've seen both of those clubs have bad years and come back to beat the other in the Army Navy game. Playing in a new location this year, Gillette Stadium, Foxborough, Massachusetts. That's where they'll play Baltimore next year, New York City, the third year, and then back to Philadelphia again. Taking the Army-Navy game on the road, but Army is about a three-point favorite. The Lady Bears from Missouri State played the Tigers last night. This is not one you really want to talk about if you're a Lady Bears fan. They went up and played at the Mizzou Arena against the the Tigers, and Missouri pretty much had their way with them. 81-63 to 63 was the final score. And actually, the interesting thing about it is the Lady Bears were not bad on offense. They just couldn't get all that many shots. They were out They were out muscled on the board's second half points. That's a key you always look for because it involves turnovers. But more than anything else, it indicates strength on the boards. And Missouri was 42-18 to 18 for the Lady Bears. Lady Bears had trouble muscling up. So, indeed, you get a big win for Missouri. 
the young lady from West Plains, Ashton Judd, scored 20 points for the Lady Tigers. Hey, they won it, 81-63. That's the annual rivalry. We'll we'll see what happens from here on in. Speaking of down years, the Cardinals announced in addition to the front office. You think this is going to help anything? Well, he is front office. A lot of folks were hoping that Yachty would be on the bench with the team, but he will not be. Yachty or Molina is going to join John Mosellock as a special consultant. What that means is that Yachty will be touring, going with the Cardinals and perhaps doing some suggestions on the field, but he'll also be touring the minor league camps, which means he could be and probably will be down here in Springfield on occasion. Anyway, Yachty joins the Cardinals' front office staff in helping John Mosellock. The big story, however, is Juan Soto from the San Diego Padres. He has been traded to the New York Yankees along with center fielder uh, Grisham, Trent Grisham, in exchange for four pitchers and a catcher. And the Padres said, boy, we don't want to give up all of this. We're getting some great players. So San Diego feels like they've made out well. So do the Yankees because they have another big bat in their lineup to go along with Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton. They'll be power-packed. But does that always produce a winner? No, not always. We'll see what happens. I'm curious to see what Joe thinks when you guys talk about it on Ned Talk on oh, Sunday. Oh, I know how he'll think. <laughs> so, uh, last but not least, it's that time of the year where we start passing out accolades in the uh, college football world. Coach Football of the Year for the SEC is... Well, it is a terrific year for Mizzou, and the Coach of the Year is Eli Drinkwitz of the Missouri Tigers, who wins the honor voted upon by the Southeastern Conference football coaches. That's a big deal, and Eli Drinkwitz wins it for the first time. The Tigers are 10-2, and two, folks, and going to the Cotton Bowl, they had a really big year. Now, Mr. Drinkwitz is one of 12 candidates for the Eddie Robinson National Coach of the Year Award. That'll be decided a little bit later on. Sue had a big year. Congratulations to Coach Drinkwitz and the Tigers. And the Tiger fans, you guys are eating right now between football and basketball. Enjoy it while it lasts, my friend. Ned, you have a great day, and I'll see you tomorrow.